Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. So why isn't it exciting that Representative Vernon Jones, gubernatorial candidate for Georgia, is headed to Arizona next week with a Republican delegation? Why is that not exciting to me? Well, I'll tell you why. Because every time someone steps foot in that arena during this audit, you allow for fodder to collect on in mainstream media and from the left. And ultimately, you, I believe, because of my friends who are directly related to, to this audit, particularly, um, that you are jeopardizing the audit. And why do I say that? Because there are so many, my, I would call it minutia, but it's really not because you're dealing with legalese. And you're dealing with a party that is, is, to me, I call it satanic in nature because, because there's the letter of the law, there's the spirit of the law. And, and when people start changing words like binary, biological, um, male, female, when, when, when things that are fundamental to the natural order of creation are altered by a particular side of the aisle, you have to know that any and all verbiage, legal ease, all of that, of which is at their disposal legally, to discredit, to even put a drop of dye into the water, will be utilized and exploited to the outer worlds by the left. And ultimately, it could upend and disqualify evidence that comes forth. And I'm telling you this from personal knowledge, from people who are embedded with this process, not only, and have been from the beginning, not only in Arizona. So um, it's extremely disingenuous on behalf of Representative Jones and this Republican delegation. And I realized that there was a Pennsylvania delegation just there last week. And they were so excited or this week to see, you know, how it was done and they're going to duplicate it. And it's wonderful. And everybody's all excited. Let me tell you all something. This is an election season. This is a campaign season rather. And, uh, and listen, this is like dealing with 14 year old boys with a, with a busload of testosterone. They'll tell you anything and everything to get into that skirt. And that is exactly what you're dealing with right now. So everything that looks like, Oh, look, they really care. And they're going to bring all this stuff back to our state. and They're going to make it wonderful. And they're going to fight, fight, fight for our state and for Georgia. And look, nobody else is there. Well, let me tell you something. The person who started the audit here in the state of Georgia just recently was not Vernon Jones. It was gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor. She called for the audit. His campaign is literally mimicking this woman's campaign. Now, that's not unheard of. It is extremely disingenuous. And it says a lot about the fruit and the tree, which I talk about regularly on my show. 
If your campaign is operating like the Chinese Communist Party, in which they've never had an original idea, which is why we have intellectual property issues with the Chinese on the regular. If that's how you're operating your campaign, because apparently you cannot construct an original idea, then either you should hire people who are a little bit more creative or be a better candidate because great candidates don't need to steal from other candidates. I'm in campaign season right now myself, and I've and I've been hired to consult on a number of campaigns, which I love doing because all things communication, right? Whether it's your fake eyelashes, or your pearls, or your you know chico suit, or you know, or you look like a frumpadump, whatever, uh, or you don't know how to spell or speak right, whatever, everything is communicating something, and that's my focus, especially with women candidates. I mean. Some of y'all are just head over heels for some of these females who are, they're messaging, they're not even speaking to their constituents. They're talking to big money, high dollar Republican donors because it sells. I mean, we think sex sells, but campaign strategy, like bougie campaign, just frou-frou fluff over the top, that sells all day, particularly whenever you're dealing with minorities. Because the white people of the Republican Party have been conditioned to believe that the only way to reach them is this way, right? Oh, and look at Vernon. He's one of us. You know, he's, and and honestly, he's the current token black dude who happens to be the shiny object of the season. And I say that with complete fearlessness because it's absolutely true. And I know him personally. So I'm not, there's nothing, you know, I'm not slandering anyone. I'm not defaming anyone. This is called a talk show. I am called a commentator. So that means I get to comment on things and that's what I do. And this is my humble opinion. And there's so much out there in Google world. I can't believe it hasn't been flushed yet. Talk about a crappy campaign. I cannot believe this stuff has not been scraped, scrapped from the internet, from the interwebs, but it's out there. If you want to know why I am so against this particular campaign, if why I'm so against this particular career politician representing anything of the state of Georgia, go look up Google. And I don't care what y'all think of John Fredericks and, and the war room said it, so it's got to be good. Okay, well, I, I happen to like Steve Bannon a lot. I love Raheem. I'm, I look, I, I, th- I find them to be you know, very easy to watch and listen to. They have great guests. They're, you know, usually we're on point together. John Fredericks, you could ship him back to the outside of the Beltway or whatever, wherever the hell he comes from, and I'd be just fine. Because he rolled into my state just like a typical politician, just like a, you know, like a carnival. Like a carnival. I'll say that again. And y'all can go tattle. I don't care. I really don't care. You know why? Because you, the voter and the listener, you guys are being manipulated. And that's what I stand between. Now, you can either tell me to bug off and go fly a kite. You're not going to, you know, you love John, whatever it is you're going to do, go for it. Whoever you trust, you do you. But people who know me know that I'm not in this game to monetize clicks because I don't. And my bank account reflects that, by the way. I'm coming out of way more of my own money out of my own pocket to do this election integrity tour than anyone could ever realize. And you know what? If that's, if that is the most that I've had to sacrifice for this country, so be it. 
Now I am taking your donations. You're welcome to donate at monicamatthews.com. Actually, they're not donations. I, 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 uh, I screwed up on that one. It's not a donation. I'm not a 501c3. I'm a businesswoman that's for profit. So you're not going to get some tax write-off. It's like, nope, if you're going to uh, make a contribution to my efforts into the country, I welcome them. And I thank all of you who have done so. Um, but this is so disingenuous. It's a campaign cycle. It, it, it is, that's all it is. But it's dangerous. I don't think it shows solidarity. If you want to show solidarity, why aren't you standing right here in our own backyard and fighting with every single thing you have against these, quote, Fulton County criminal attorneys that have now been hired by Fulton County because they know the gig is up. They know. Their goose has been cooked, and it's been a long time coming. So why aren't you standing ground and fortifying the ground here in Georgia? where that needs to happen, in Fulton County more specifically. I mean, if anyone knows that, Vernon Jones would know how bad it is here. He was the CEO of DeKalb County for two terms. You can go to Google and look up his political career pattern. I, I don't have to go into any of that, and I don't. I've shared it once, and I told you guys I was going to share it once. I'm not going to get into bel- belaboring this whole thing about Vernon Jones. And, why, and the only reason I'm bringing him up tonight is because he's the one trying to carry the flag down through Arizona. And I, and I believe that it is a dangerous proposition for people to continue to interfere, even as spectators. Have we not learned anything about our enemies? Some of you still think this is a game. Some of you are still waiting on the 17th day of the 17th letter of the 50th moon, you know, next to a blood orange to appear and, you know, people to be standing there with their Bible shouting in the air and, and glory to God, here it comes. I mean, you're still waiting on that. And you're literally salivating at anyone who appears to be Trumpish or Trump-esque, or some of you are waiting for that, for that, uh, for that endorsement. When's the president going to endorse Vernon? Hopefully never. Hopefully never. I hope that day does not come. He's already under such strict, I mean, some of us are like, who is advising him on some of these endorsements? I mean, their own constituencies are, are literally pulling their hair out going, who is advising the president? And it does make you wonder. And I do get your personal emails, and I know that some of you are very confused about the vaccines or supposed vaccines and why the president seems to be pushing them or has pushed them, very proud of them. I don't have those answers, my dears. I try to bring people on to educate and to bring honest information to help you empower you to make a decision for your own health and your own life. I am not in communication with the president. I don't know what his, why he is uh, a champion of the, I mean, why was he a champion of Fauci? If I have to see one more tweet, just parroting what we already knew, I tweeted that today. I said, I want y'all to take a screenshot of this because 18 to 24 months from now, whenever you start to see the effects, if they will actually chronicle the effects of these experimental drugs, because they're not vaccines by their very nature, by their very FDA approval nature, these are not vaccines. So they are experimental. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're one of the thousands who have reached out, 
to say, I'm, I'm afraid. What do I, I've taken it. What do I, what do I, you know, and I'm tired of people making me feel stupid or bad. I want to tell you something. Don't feel stupid and don't feel bad. That does not help your immune system. And then for you to get angry to defend your decision is simply going to separate you from people even further. So just take your peace. And if you guys are the ones out there bashing people who have taken the vaccines, just knock it off. Because people are very afraid and they don't know what's happening inside of their bodies. And you know what? Who knows? Some people may have gotten a friggin' sugar, uh, you know, a, a saline, <laughs> a saline vaccination, a saline shot. I mean, I'm convinced that some people in this quote sham administration, um, that's what they did. That's just my own personal opinion. But I want to encourage you, encourage you, if you've taken the vaccination, please do not lie awake at night in your bed and be afraid of what's going on inside of your body. I just, I want, if you're a praying person, I want you to pray to God and ask him to just cover you in the blood of Christ, the broken body of Christ, and you get on with your life and you take your peace about it. You have to keep your peace because your body responds whenever you're frenzied and you're afraid or you're angry and you're bitter. So I don't have the answers as to President Trump's motivation. I do know that looking at Dr. Fauci, I I literally watched two press briefings when this whole mess started between between, um, him and uh, and Burks. And I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, this reeks of the HIV debacle, uh, because they kept they kept merging viruses, and there there was like this apex, and I thought mm, something's you know I I'm trained to observe and to and to study people and mannerisms and things and and so um, I mean it's something that ministry affords you, and you know if you care about about ministering to people, and so as I'm watching this, I'm thinking hmm, body language interesting. But more importantly, their words. And, you know, this is like way over the top of most people's, tops of most people's heads because they're talking in scientific terms. But when, when someone uses the same verbiage and in the, in the, in the same voc- vocabulary and in the, in the same, um, you know, past historical experiences with certain viruses, and then we knew early on that people were exposing the Wuhan lab, uh, Harvard, a doctor who was actually arrested, <laughs> scientist from Harvard, that he's just seemed to disappear somewhere. Maybe he's with the January 6th people who are still incarcerated that I hear about that I don't have names for. So I don't know. But but all of these pieces of this puzzle, they've been there the whole time. I mean, re- remember, this is why I warn you about mocking things. Because... When you allow things to be mocked or you begin mocking or you allow the left to mock and things become a meme, you know, you do understand that the whole meme culture is a part of narrative warfare. Do you understand that? What do I mean by narrative warfare? So narratives are stories. Your media, that's what they do. They create stories. They are the authors of stories. And some stories are true. And they're based on facts and other stories are fiction. So we have fiction and we have nonfiction, right? Really hard to find nonfiction media these days. 
very difficult to find. And, and you, the consumer, are left to wade through the sewage of information, which is why I've encouraged you to find one or two people, one or two sources who you trust. If you're listening to me, thank you. I appreciate your eyes and your ears, and I hold them on sacred ground with me. Okay, if there are others and you only listen to me every now and then, or maybe this is your first night, welcome. Um, I try to, you know, just remain, I'm not neutral. I can tell you that, that you're, you are not tuning into Air Switzerland over here, for sure. Um, I call it exactly as I see it. I don't always get it right, um, but I'm a liberty-loving, you know, God-loving patriot. I'm a mother, I'm a widow, you know, I'm a taxpayer, Um you know, I love my country and I love the people in my country. So it's it's that simple. And I put and I'm a minister and I put facts together and data points and, and I study people and I study stories and I study uh, history and how things have been put together. And then I just bring you information and you do with it. I don't have to tell you how to think. You know how to think. I'm not that media person. I won't even tell you what to think. I'll give you information. Do with it what you will. But you're going to have to hunker down with a few people you trust in entities you trust. And when I say trust, believe me, I use that term loosely. And even with me, I'm, I will, I have let you down. Absolutely. I have, I know I have, and, and that's okay because I'm human and so are you and God's mercies are new every day. So ultimately at the end of the day, I don't answer to you. I answer to God. I'm very clear about that, which is why I'm very courageous in the things that I say. And I try not to um, cross lines. I don't believe in slandering people, defaming people, lying about people. It's horrible. I do not practice that. Maligning people is ridiculous. So it's uh, it's not only sinful, it is illegal, and it is it's inappropriate. It's just gross. So meme culture, narratives. What 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 are narratives? They're telling you stories. Memes tell a story. I love memes. I've had. <laughs> I used to host this thing on my show where I, I'm sorry, on social media, on Twitter, particularly, or Facebook. And we would, I would start out with like a question, but you had to answer everything in memes. And so I would start the conversation with a meme and then, and it just, and it is hilarious people's imaginations and like the thought that they would come up with and their response and the corresponding meme was just righteously hilarious. And so we would go on for hours with this and I would wet myself laughing because of people's imaginations, right? Well, now, haha, jokes on us. <laughs> Good old Facebook uh, storefront algorithm world. Um, they have uh, gotten us into so many memes that we think in memes and we feel in memes and we behave in memes and we create entire campaigns around memes and we end up becoming numb or or perpetually angered based on on memes or we just check out it's a way of coping is what i'm saying to you memes are a very strategic way for the human soul to cope with everything going on around us because we are saturated we are saturated with information and bad information at that so when Dr. Fauci, you know, certain things were outed last year, I mean, th- this is not new. I'm watching my Twitter feed literally just going, what? Why is this, why are we, why is this trending? We knew this already. And so what does that tell you? If something's trending and it's trending on the left, 
that should always signal to you that there's a diversion in in the works. Always. Again, we've now discovered aliens and the Loch Ness Monster on, you know, the west wing of the White House lawn. Um, Now, uh, you know, everyone's binary. We're going to have a beige month soon. Um, So it's, there's one, the borders are open. All of a sudden, sex trafficking is through the roof. And, you know, and, uh, and, oh, whoa, 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 wait. And what? You're not going to be able to find a steak soon? (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. Come on. And as for me, as I've encouraged all of you from the from the beginning of this mess, it's a great time to form your ecclesia. What is an ecclesia? It is your community. Whether it's a community of believers or a community of patriots, it's important for you to, to form your community. I've been encouraging you to find attorneys, legal eagles who understand lawfare because you're going to need to take things on in the future with regard to critical race theory in your school districts or mask mandates, vaccine mask uh, mandates, uh, segregation is making its way back into the country. And this time, interestingly enough, it could either be whites, it could be uh, heterosexuals, it could also be Republicans for sure, and for those who are vaccinated and those who are not. So creating memes around these things are not going to move the ball down the field and they're not going to put points on the board for the cause of liberty. We're going to have to formulate and form our communities rather, and that's going to need to include your supply chains. Some supply chains, if I told you, if I told you the information I had around some supply chains that, that, that others are, um, that others are aware of and are attempting to, uh, you know, navigate, you know, if you knew how crucial nuts and bolts were to every moving part of this country, I want you to think about that. Vehicles, military components, airplanes, tanks. Uh, oh gosh. I mean, you know, your, your cheap little Ikea furniture or whatever. Sorry. I got plenty of that somewhere in my garage stored, I'm sure. And, um, but think about that. What would happen if those suppliers couldn't find a workforce? What would happen if those suppliers just didn't have the supplies to manufacture nuts and bolts? See? It, it's, it, it goes a little bit deeper into the earth's crust than the latest brouhaha, the latest Republican delegation getting on a bus um, during a campaign cycle to make everyone look like a election 2020 hero after the fact. So I want to encourage you to start thinking in terms of community it's going to be time for you to start um, supporting your local butchers, you know, local people on every level. We have become such a Walmart society, a Costco society. I mean, do, do you guys really need 20 boxes of Kleenex, you know, or a 50-pound a jar of mayonnaise in your pantry? <laughs> I mean, just think about me. 
I travel to Europe and I can always tell when there are fellow Americans around me always because we are grotesquely just consumed with consuming everything around us. And I'm thinking that this is a great time. If there's going to be a great reset, let it begin in understanding that we have very real enemies who have been at play for over a hundred years to take our country or more to take our country. And it's just, they've just, they have just uh, generated like the skin of a snake through multiple campaign cycles. They've shed their skin. We get a reprieve from some of them and then poof, others are strategically pulled out of the den, out of the nest of vipers and put into positions on the chessboard to ultimately take the nation down, to homogenize us, to bring us into the global uh, geopolitical sphere so that we can be controlled, so that we will no longer be the light on a hill. I, I want you to start thinking outside of partisanship so that you can see clearly and elect people who are not the ones pulled out of the viper pit. And things look and smell and sound good. And, you know, I'm a campaign consultant. That's, that's what you do. You get people ready to tell the masses not what you want to hear, but what's important to you in your particular district. You know, every district is different because we're not homogenized as a nation. No matter how hard the, the left tries, there's a reason we are, we are divided into states. United we stand under constitutional principles, but we're divided into states for a reason. Because it works. Because it's important for us to not fall under the under the mandate of a totalitarian regime, which is what we're living through right now. And I also want to empower you, you know, you parents out there who are fighting this war of crit- against critical race theory, I'm, I'm proud of you. I, I don't know if anyone has said that to you, but I'm, I'm proud of you because I know it takes courage because I know you've been conditioned. I, I know, I hear you, I see you, because you're like, thank you for being my voice, Monica. And I'm like, well, you have one too. It's my honor, it's my pleasure, but you have a voice too. So thank you for showing up in your respective communities to stand against this Marxist, It is so gross just ushering in this generation of taking us down by tearing at us because of how God created us. How the author of our liberty created us. And we're fighting over that. And we're teaching our children that they're racist. Wow, that they're born that way. And I will say, as a minister who deals in generational issues, that yes, there, there are generational things that, that come down, and there are biases, there are things in your genealogy, and your bloodline, that you may think or feel or do. There's cellular memory 
something very important to understand. There is such a thing as cellular memory that gets passed down through generations. I've I've spoken about this with uh, my black con- uh, constituents and colleagues, as well as white, Latino, whatever, uh, especially in ministry, people who, who are people of understanding spiritually. Um, you know that these things get passed down, and really all you have to do is go look back through the 66 books called the Bible, and you'll see how things get passed down, because they do. And so, you know, there's some people who are just afraid of certain things. They don't even know why they're afraid of certain people or ethnicities, and you guys think that that's by nurture. And I would submit to you that God did not create us to be um, biased toward one another, that that is part of the fallen nature. And as people agree with that throughout time, the things we agree with have a tendency to have a cellular impact on our bodies. It's just science. It's nothing spooky. It's just science. It's already proven. This isn't, you didn't hear it here first. This isn't breaking news and exclusive on the Monica Matthews show. But maybe this is the first time you're hearing it. And that's okay. It's okay. Uh, But it is something to understand that there are some people who really have no idea why they're afraid of certain things. They hate certain things. They love certain things. They've never even been subjected to. They've never even heard anything negative. And there's something within them that just says, "Mm." well, that's why I always say that it's either the cross or bust. That's it. That's your choice. You're either going to take all the things that are within you that do not lead you to liberty. And that includes loving everyone. And and I'm speaking specifically right now to people who are really afraid. I I see a lot of Asian uh, folks. I'm not going to say Asian American because I can't stand the hyphenated culture. It's like, you know, are you American or not? I come from just the, the, a, a, a plethora, (laughs) a mutt group of people, Greeks, Germans, Irish, you know, English. So my, you know, I come from immigrants, so I, I, I get it. But we were never Greek Americans, right? Like we're Greeks or we're Americans. We're both. We're Americans who happen to be of Greek descent. So, but we're Americans if we're born here. And especially those who, might, who, who, who immigrated here, they, they're like, I'm American. They never referred to themselves as Greek Americans because they were so proud to be one of us. They were so proud to have floated across an ocean for two weeks, leaving everything behind. Their language, their families, their safety, their friends, their comforts, their wealth. They knew nothing. They had nothing. Can you imagine And they built empires on this soil. They built legacies here. So powerful. It's so honorable. So American. It's not Greek American. It's not German American. It's not Asian or Black American, African American. So when I see my Asian brothers and sisters who are Americans espousing this fear on the left, and it's primarily the left media that's, that's perpetuating this lie that Asian, 
Americans, as they call them, have to be afraid as they're going on about their business, they're going to their businesses, they're raising their children, their kids are going to school. I mean, it's just one assault after another on people's psyches. And I'm so done with that crap. I hope you are too. I mean, if I listened to that crap, I would never come out of my house. I live in a predominantly black city. I would never engage black people. I mean, I would just like keep to myself and clutch my little pearls and live in my little bubble. If I listen to that crap, because my ethnicity, notice I didn't say race because there's only one of those. My ethnicity is under huge assault right now. But you think I'm going to let that stand in between me being able to connect with my fellow countrymen? No. No. That is my personal constitution. That is my resolve. I am surrounded by crime. And I see them and I watch it and I watch just stuff happen around me. It just makes me, it just makes me cringe because I know the leadership in place is not leadership. It's ridiculous. It's part of the geopolitical warfare. The war is for your mind, it is for your soul, it is for your heart, it is for this country. You are this country. America is beautiful. Yes, America, the beautiful. Do you understand that you are the beautiful part of America? That's hard for some of you to accept, but you are. You are the beautiful part of America. You are what makes America beautiful. Geographically, of course. She's gorgeous. I love Virginia. Oh my gosh, I love that state. Beautiful, beautiful country. But you are what makes this country beautiful, so don't you ever let someone make you afraid of other beautiful Americans. I'm going to leave you with that tonight. I love you guys. Sleep well. I don't know if I'm going to do a cookies and milk. Maybe, maybe, maybe. (laughs) That's my little bedtime stories with Monica, a podcast that comes on late at night when some of you guys are afraid and the boogeyman's, you know, somewhere under the bed. I don't know. And the ambient's not working and you've had too much vodka or scotch. But then there's Monica. I love you. I want you to love yourself. Love your neighbor beginning with yourself. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. Oh, 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 oh,